Today in Agronomy on KFILAM AM 1060 with Pioneer Field Agronomist Allie Wise and Josh Schaffner. Here's Josh and Allie. Good morning, Southeast Minnesota. It's February 26, 2020, and this is episode 13. Allie, I think before we jump into today's topic, we got a little bit of announcement. We got some, actually some really awesome, uh, actually a really awesome dairy meeting coming up here on Thursday. Just want to know if you want to share some of the details around that. Yeah. So this Thursday we'll be in St. Charles, Minnesota. We'll be at the community center there in town and we're going to have a dairy, dairy focused meeting, uh, specifically for our dairy customers across Southeast Minnesota. Uh, so the meeting will start at 1130 with a lunch and then the meeting is to follow, um, should be wrapped up. I wouldn't say any later than two 30. Um, but really excited to have both Bill Mahana with us. He's the global nutritional uh, dairy sciences manager, I think, Josh. And then mm-hmm. uh, Jim Smith, he also works very focused uh, with dairies across Wisconsin and then parts of Minnesota as well. Yeah, it should be a great meeting. Um, Bill Mahana is always just a tremendous speaker, Jim Smith as well. Um, we don't get both of them in the area very often. And um, yeah, if you're available um, as a dairy customer, certainly try to take advantage of this. Um, uh, it's usually a, a great informational meeting. Um, Bill's also very entertaining. He keeps the audience engaged, but certainly if you can make it, uh, don't be shy to reach out to your sales rep, get RSVP'd, and um, yeah, hope to, to see you up there in St. Charles on Thursday. Uh, so Allie, kind of rolling into the show here, um, we're going to kind of take this show a, a couple different ways and, and talk a little bit, you know, maybe around some of the, the changing weather. You know, we've talked about some of the challenges we've had you know, the last couple of years, and maybe that even goes back a little further uh, of some of the, the changes in weather, and maybe just talk about some of the highlights uh, that we're dealing with, and also, you know, maybe discuss, um, you know, maybe some of the, the changes we're seeing, you know, and maybe even, you know, not debate, but maybe go through, are we seeing changes as a result of this? Do we see growers adapting to this, or is, is it affecting our crop, not affecting our crop? So maybe we'll kind of start out and go through, you know, some of the highlights of the weather changes locally, and then we'll talk about, you know, maybe some of the changes that, um, that we're, we're seeing implemented to adapt to these changes. And I think, like you said, Josh, I mean, we, we really just want to start having this conversation. I know even just last week I had a customer kind of quizzing me on, do you think we're going to have a droughty type summer or these frequent rainfalls here to stay? I, I think the answer is probably that that's kind of the new norm, these higher rainfall type summers, but um, we'll just kick it off with maybe what the reasoning is and how to manage. So first off, I found this kind of a a staggering fact. So the global average surface temperature has risen about 1.6 degrees Fahrenheit on average since the late um, 19th century. Um, So one thing to consider there, we look at, well, where are these increased maximum temperatures coming from? And one might expect that these are coming from hotter maximum temperatures during the summer. But interestingly enough, that's really not the case in the Midwest. These annual average temperatures have increased um, because of the higher maximum temps temps that we're experiencing in these winter months on into the spring. Yeah, and when you look at that, you know, the temperature change really drives this whole thing. And it is always interesting when you think it's hotter, you just think of hotter days, and it's actually just the opposite. It just, the cold parts of the year are a little warmer in those evening you know, evening temperatures a little bit warmer, which, you know, there can be pros and cons to that with corn. I mean, those warmer nights, we do get good GDU accumulation, but, you know, if it's at the, if it's at the wrong time of the summer, that can also hurt us as well. But with that, that increase in temperature, which 1.6 degrees doesn't, you know, sound like a lot, but certainly um, looking at it over time, that, that certainly is a big change. And really what that's doing to us here in the Midwest is, it's having such an impact on our on our precipitation and i don't want to get into a lot of technical terms but really you know the one thing that's really affecting us here with these warmer temperatures is the midwest is this mesoscale convective systems which i'm not going to go into a lot of details but the long of the story short there is Allie, is 
you know, we're getting more thunderstorms that can spread over a large area that can last more than 12 hours. And really, if you look at, you know, some of our larger weather events in recent years, those are the ones that are really kind of affecting us the most are these large amounts of rains of, it's not just this half inch of rain, it's this half a day of, you know, we got three or four inches or five inches or six inches. And those are the things that are probably having a bigger impact on us locally more than anything. And really research shows that warmer spring temperatures, it's going to continue to cause this to be an issue. And as we get all those warmer temperatures, we just drive a lot of moisture up from the Gulf. And it's just kind of like, you know, it's almost just like a jet stream of moisture that's just getting funneled right up to the Corn Belt to the Midwest where we are in Southeast Minnesota. And as a result, we're just, we're just dealing with these. And, um, you know, the big question is, is it hurting our crop alley? And if we look at our data in recent years, it, it probably is. Well, for starters, you look at, so we have higher precipitation and then even those higher nighttime temps. So that corn plant, especially just those higher respiration rates. So if you look at from 2017 to 2018, our average and our replicated PKP sets across Southeast Minnesota dropped 12 bushels. And then from 2018 to 2019, we dropped on average about six bushels. So we're seeing that decrease down. I would personally contribute that back to these heavy rainfalls or exp- that we experience throughout the growing season. So I think we just start to consider, you know, we know these significant shifts and shifts in climate are occurring. Um, we feel that we're experiencing these corn and soybean yields um, maybe going down in some cases. So is this because the climate change we're experiencing thus far has required little adaptation and maybe our yields aren't changing that dra- dramatically, but we just talked about they are maybe trending down. And then just adaptation, are we implementing it in some of these cases to help our yields? Or, you know, option three, yields have been reduced by climate change, but these losses have been more than we can offset by gains from better management and genetics and corn. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And Allie, when we come out of break, we're going to talk about maybe some of these adaptations a little more detail and uh, take a look at what can we do to, to maybe offset some of these changes. <laughs> 